Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today I'm talking about 2012's Spider-Man reboot, The Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Gar- the first Andrew Garfield one. Uh, I like this film. I've always liked it. I've never loved it, but I think it's a fun movie with a darker and edgier take on Spider-Man that is flawed. It has some flaws in there, but let's get to um, the positives The positives first. And my, and my favorite thing about this film is Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker, Spider-Man. This is a very different Peter Parker than the Sam Raimi, Raimi, Tobey Maguire uh, films. He's a lot, he's still a nerd, he's more, he's more modern, he's more, he's not the oh shucks, golly jeepers, that's what I'm trying to, trying to say, he's not that type of Spider-Man, he is, He's the loner Spider-Man, if that makes sense, or, or the loner Peter Parker. Um, it's more of a modern take, like I said, but it works for this for this uh, for this movie. They're not trying to, like I said, not trying trying to do that. Oh golly, jeepers! But they do they do do a good job at kind of making him still a nerd. Like, you believe that he's the dude that sits there in class and just draws or whatever, and then he goes to Dr. Connor's office or lab and at Oscorp, you know, and can rattle off science jargon for 10, 15 seconds. You believe that. And I like Andrew Garfield's in in uh, interpretation of that, his Spider-Man is really good. Uh, I like, I, I love his Spider-Man. Uh, the web shooters, the the quips, uh, just him being talky is really really good. I really like him. The rest of the of the cast, uh, Emma Emma Stone, uh, Reese uh, Reese Ifans, uh Mark Sheen, Sally Field, um, Dennis Leary, and everybody else in this film is really, really good. Uh, obviously, Emma Stone is playing Gwen Stacy, not um, she's obviously not playing Mary Jane Watson. She's playing Gwen Stacy, and it makes sense actually that she's in this film because. In the comics, she was Peter Parker's first love, not Mary Jane Osborne. But, you know, whatever. Uh, nice job there, Sony, with Spider-Man 3. Screw that up. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about a much better film here than that movie. And then let's talk about the villain, uh, Reese Fonz, um 
the lizard. The design is cool, a little generic, but it's cool. I'm not in love with his plan. I know. I know they did it in the comics. That's his main thing of wanting the lizard people. It's a little corny though. For such a darker and edgier film, it's kind of corny, kind of weird, kind of. Oh, look at me! I'm the lizard! I'm a lizard! And guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make everybody else lizards because they're better than people! Kinda feels like that. Kinda feels like Saturday morning cartoon villain. Who has that type of voice and he goes, ooh! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to have a meltdown like I did with Spider-Man 3. I promise. Um, the action sequences, for the most part, the swinging sequences are pretty good. This is going to sound really weird, but I like the webbing in this film. I like that. it. I don't, I don't know. I've always preferred the look of the webbing. Don't ask me why over the Raimi films. Again, don't ask me why, because I don't know. Uh, I just like the look of the webbing in this one. It looks really cool. I don't know. I love that he has the web sh the web shooters are not just, you know, natural, uh, you know, web putty on his, on his wrist. Um, but yeah, that's, that's fun. That's cool. Uh, I like Mark Webb's directing. I like camera movement. This movie's really, it's, it's a good movie, but like I said, it has problems, and let's get into, into those problems, my negatives. Uh, my first negative, I have to say it, I uh, don't love the way the suit looks in this movie, never really have. Uh, it's mostly the face, or the mask, the mask is okay in this one, it's like they were trying to do the Sam Raimi, the Sam Raimi suit, but they made it different. It's like they literally said, okay, let's make the, let's literally redo the Raimi suit, put some blue in, in some other spots, and let's redo, and let's make the mask look the same, but not really, and not as good. Yeah, I, I just, I've never liked the, the, the eyes, the mask on the, on this one. I like the rest of the suit. That's pretty good. It's a little, uh, it's leathery looking. It looks like cheap leather. Like a Yeti, he's a kid, but I am, uh, I'll talk about it in my Spider-Man 2 review. I like that suit and that mask a lot more. And I like the Raimi suit a lot more, too. Um, like I said, the leather spot is a little Saturday morning cartoon villain. Wee! Um, I... Without comparing it to the Raimi, especially the first Raimi film, I don't like how Peter... I like him going into Oscorp and how he gets fit and everything. That's good. I don't like how he becomes Spider-Man. 
He's going home from Oscorp. He just got bit. And he's laying there. And then automatically gets the powers and everything. I prefer the Raimi version of him, you, you know, waking up in the next morning. You know, he's buff. He doesn't need his glasses. He doesn't need this. doesn't need that. He's athletic as all hell. I don't like this version, how he, like I said, he's riding home from the train and just can automatically, you know, some guy puts a beer bottle on his head or whatever and the condensation drips down and it get, gets on on his forehead and he jumps up and he and he sticks to the wall or, or the, the roof of the train, jumps down, grabs the chick's shoulder, can't get his hand off. That was funny. Um, he pulls it off, and, you know, she only has her bra on, and his face prices, he's like, whoa, it's really funny, and then he grabs the bar of the subway, the, or the, the subway, uh, the bar in the middle, whatever that's called, in the middle of the subway, um, <laughs> he rips that out, he hits those guys, like, three times, that was funny, but I don't like that he... Like I said, immediately gets his his powers. I like the overnight thing. I also don't like the Flash Thompson scene where he humiliates Flash. Um, I like I, I like the bit where he's holding the ball out with his hand and Flash tries to take it and he can't take it. Um, but. Everything else, it makes no sense why he's doing it. Just like in the train sequence, it makes no sense why he's doing it. Because then now everybody on the train and everybody at in the gym at high school knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Oh, who's Spider-Man? Oh, I don't know. The guy who, who, who jumped from the free throw line or even the three-point line. Even not the free throw line, the three-point line. And broke the backboard. Who who was that? Oh, Peter Parker's Spider Man. That wasn't handled very very well. Um, Uncle Ben's death is okay, fine. They just completely abandon his hunt for the killer. And I'm not even sure if the last guy that he finds when he first gets the suit and the. Yes, my weakness is small knives scene. I don't even know if that's supposed to be his killer. Maybe it is. I don't know. Another thing I've never loved about this film is... How do I say it? The tone is good. I like the darker, edgier tone. But it... Didn't need to be as dark and gritty and gloomy as it as it as it was. It's a little too like the first forty-ish, fifty-something minutes of this movie is pretty much a drama with. Spider-Man kind of inserted in there. 
Yeah, it's fine. It's there. Um, I just, I don't think it needed to be as dark as it was at points. Uh, tone-wise, I mean, it didn't need to be as gloomy and dark as it was, because Spider-Man really isn't gloomy and dark. He's not fluffy, but he's happy, and yay, it's Spider-Man! You know, he's not Batman! What are they talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do like this film. I'm gonna give it the same grade I gave the first Raimi Spider-Man. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I don't quite like as much as as Raimi's Spider-Man. I like this movie. If I have to rank the four so far, I would go Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2002, this movie, Spider-Man 3, by far. So that's all for this one. A B-plus for The Amazing Spider-Man. It's a good film. Oh! Before I forget, because I forgot the last three films to talk about this, the score of this film is good. It's serviceable. It gets the job done. I watched the movie five minutes ago, and I don't remember most of it. Like, I remember some some of the music, but much prefer the Danny Elfman and Christopher Wood music from the Raimi trilogy. James Horner did, did the music here in Rest in Peace, Good Sir. It's it's kind of a not a bland score, but it's a generic enough score. It's good. Sounds nice. That's all I got for you guys today with this one. Like I said, a B flop B plus for the Amazing Spider Man. Next review, obviously, the Amazing Spider Man two. See ya.